Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. And for this episode, we are going to be doing Spartans Please number... I said look at my show notes here. Uh, 261. And we are talking how many, about... How, how many? 261. 61, oh my god, that's a lot of TV, a lot of movies, all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it would be faster, but we killed the, we killed the, we killed that, uh, that podcast we had for Spartan's Place. So, so yeah. yeah. So this is only, only two hundred sixty-one, of Spartan's Place. But we are we're going to be talking about Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. First off, uh, we're not going to go to spoilers yet. First off, I'm really entertained by everybody trying to pronounce the name Shang Chi, and even myself, I'm not completely sure I'm saying it correctly. But it is very entertaining seeing white folks and Latinos and and black people on the on the news, the media, the YouTubes try to say the word Shang Chi. <laughs> First of all, I thought you do that thing where we played that little intro thing, a uh, spoiler thing. Are We're you, not spoilers you, yet. You, We're not spoilers yet. All right, all right. But yeah, uh, just from me personally, I've been saying Shang Chi all my life. You know, I okay. haven't read a lot of Shang Chi comics. I've, every time the character has popped up in Marvel comics and stuff like that, I always say Shang Chi, Shang Chi. But apparently, it's it is. Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. No, I get. No, no, no. Well, no, based, based on what Simu Liu said, right? Based on what Simu Liu said in interviews, yeah. also in the movie, it's, it's Shang Chi, I guess. But okay, uh, potato. Anyway, so jumping. Uh, quick non-spoiler recommendation of this movie. I mean, I mean, come on, man. You saw the movie. Yes. You saw how did it open? It opened with like fifteen minutes of Mandarin Chinese. You know what I mean? When I saw it's almost that, like a part- spoiler, but we mentioned that. But go on. Yeah, oh, come on, Mandarin Chinese. Come on. They, they don't. That's not real. That's a plot spoiler. But anyway, it's beautiful the way they intro they intro the movie and stuff. And then the rest of the movie, you know, thumbs up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Good writing, good character arc. The, uh, what's up? Good ensemble acting. That's what that's what I really impressed me and stuff like that. I mean, there are some issues with it. Some CGI is a little bit wonky. Some story elements are a little bit wonky. But overall, terrific, terrific. Um, uh, entry in the MCU. This is, I think, number 24, number 25. And, you know what I mean? So, and I think it's one of the better, uh, solo first origin story kind of, uh, MCU movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's a, it's, I think it's slightly better than the one we just saw recently, Black Widow and stuff like that. So, yeah, best thumbs up for me on Shang, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. Uh, I agree. It is, you know, Marvel has been kind of avoiding the origin story, except for like the first phase or two. You know, with one of the best being like Captain America vs. Avenger, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I will arguably rank this right underneath those two. I, I really think it's that solid of an origin story for the MCU movie. Plus, it's a very solid movie in the first place. It kind of it kind of has that oomph that Black Panther had when we saw Black Panther for the first time. It mm-hmm. kind of felt me that that I don't it, and it has nothing to do with the whole ethnicity situation, but but just just the the how it opens up in this whole new world. Nothing to do with Disney. <laughs> this whole new world in the MCU uh-huh. that that you that you had no taste of in the previous MCU movies, and suddenly like this is whole new place, whole new mythology, whole new reality that you had to like stick into the MCU now. Kind of like how Black Panther introduced Wakanda and all that stuff, and this uh-huh. one has this. It's like so it's like it's amazing. It's it's a it's a fantastic movie, and since Jamming already alluded to it, yeah, the first I would say I think it's the seven minutes, the first seven ten minutes. Was in mostly in Mandarin with English mm-hmm. subtitles. 
to the point where I was going like, did I accidentally choose the the, the screening that, that that is in Mandarin only? <laughs> so, but I did like I did like how how it was kind of like it did proper, properly. Ah, that's, I guess we'll argue it later. It's the best representation of Asian Americans and Asian in general in a blockbuster movie of this kind of sort. So that's I give a low it props. bar, by the way. It's a low bar, <laughs> but I, I give you props. I, ever since I saw this, I was I was racking my brain. What are the other movies in even in this category? You can't count Crazy Rich Asians because what do you call it? Not a superhero movie. It, it, it's also low budget. You know what I mean? It's only thirty million. I'm talking. It has to be like a hundred million plus. You know, you can adjust the inflation. You want to go back in time, but I can't think of another one. Well, you'll have it's, to go to actual Asian movies made in Asia. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking, we're talking about big about, no. studio American. You know. Movies and stuff, right? Mm. I can't think of another one. Maybe uh, the original Mulan, the anime Mulan. Oh yeah, sure. I guess, and and that yeah. that, that that has problematic stuff regarding that as well. But whatever. I know Roy Firestone's in that one, and he is definitely. Uh, <laughs> last time I checked, he's not very Asian. But yeah, but I I I I I will. I think it's fair to say that we are a little biased because we are ourselves Asian. And mm-hmm. I was talking to to a to a coworker of mine just today, actually. And he asked me specifically, like, wait, are you a little bit biased about the movie, though? Like, and I, I will admit, yeah, I'm a little biased, sure. Yeah. But I think this is the and my bias kind of showed in my review because in my review and I on, on my I saw the movie blog, I put this down as an A minus movie, and then the more I thought about it, I had to switch it to an A movie. So that's oh, okay. that's how that's maybe it was maybe it was because I was biased or. Because I thought about it some more, and it was a better movie. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. So there you go. Or I have two replies. Or as an agent, number one, as an agent, like the movie, you're just not satisfied with the A minus. You know what I mean? Uh, and then, <laughs> yes. And then number two, when when people mention like, oh, are you biased towards this movie because you're Asian American? My reply is, hey, are you biased towards like uh, what's that, Godfather? Because you're Italian American. You know what I mean? How come it never goes the other way? You know what I mean? Did you like The Departed more because you're Irish American? You dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But I mean, but I mean, those those movies are like a bad stereotype of their of their culture. You know, this yeah, one, not, this one kind of leans more towards like yeah, I don't know. Which we'll, we'll, get, we'll I, get we'll get we'll get to it in the spoilers, yeah. I guess. Uh, but, but yeah, but, but my but my okay. my uh, my uh, thought process, I, I stand by that. You know what I mean? White people never never ask themselves that question. You know what I mean? Am I biased on Green Book because it makes white people look good and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Come on, man. Well, I, I think the only real comparison, though, is that if Asians or anybody outside the United States makes an American white movie, that's when white people can go like, "Oh yeah, this movie wasn't bad, but wasn't was was pretty good." And then the Asians are like, "Are you saying that because we made yeah. a white movie?" Yeah, you know, that's I'm that's going to be the actual proper comparison. I'm just saying, don't worry about my biases. Just worry about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's have, be introverted. Either way, you're saying it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and jump into spoilers here. Here comes the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. It is time for the discussion. To start including some spoilers. Here comes the spoilers for this conversation. Hope you are ready for all of the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. All right, now for spoilers of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the 
Tenrix. Chanche. <laughs> now, now going going back to the whole like like Asian representation thing for this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we move past we move past the whole white boy saves Asian people, right? Mm-hmm. Have we now graduated, like, quote unquote, graduated to Asian Americans save Asian people? <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm more excited that uh, no white people were involved on screen for this movie and stuff like that. I I like the fact that uh, there's the one white was, guy. Uh, uh, I'll I'll get to that, but. I don't want to spoil something that's coming up, but I like the fact that it's unto itself. You know what I mean? There was, if you look past, if you look at the past, uh, some of the Asian movies and stuff to Jackie Chan and stuff like that, there's always like an FBI agent that has to tail Jackie Chan or Jet Li and some of You know what I mean? There's oh, always sure. be a proxy for white Americans and stuff like that. You, are you, are you, wait, hold on, hold on. Before we move on, are you talking about like in Black Panther, they had, they had what's his face, the guy from Sherlock, Watson? Right. But, but, th- but that movie is 100% aware of the fact. You know what I mean? Okay. This fine. one, and in Shang-Chi, they're hyper aware also of the fact that there's no, there's a lack of white American representation at all. You know what I mean? There isn't the stereotypical, like, uh, what do you call it? like I said, like an FBI agent or somebody that's following Shang-Chi throughout his adventure. There isn't, I, I thought for a second, I thought they would show Shang-Chi and, uh, Katie's boss at the, at the hotel. Like, oh, he's the cantankerous boss that, that, that busting, uh, Shang-Chi balls and stuff like that. I like the fact that it's unto itself. It's very, very, uh, uh, completely dependent on Asian American, Chinese culture, Chinese, and and our people basically and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah, so so did I. So did I. I'm I'm just saying like like it does seem like we're 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 now just moving on to a different trope where it's the Americans. It's still Americans saving another country. It it, it just it just still comes down to that. Okay. I don't think that's a trope though, but I think that's a that's a product of the of this movie industry. It's it's a it's a, a it's an American uh, movie, so I think ninety nine percent of it should be American. What they have to, what we have to realize is, Americans covered covers a lot of people: Native Americans, Indigenous Americans, Muslim Americans, stuff like that. That's you know what I mean. And it's only a trope if there's more than one. You know what I mean? Chung Shi, and then who else are, are we no? I'm talking about that? Americans in general saving other countries. Oh, that's been around for correct. That's just a, that's an industry. Thing. Now, 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 this is the part where I I flip the narrative of what I just said. This is also an allegory or or a analogy to the fact that a lot of Asian kids from mainland Asia come over here to America. They get American education. There, they have Western. They start getting Western values. And they're usually getting poo-pooed on by by the, the the mainland Asian people, right? Which is mm-hmm. a thing that we've experienced in our lives, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. the way this this movie frames it is that the reason why they were able to survive the attack at the very end and just in general mm-hmm. was because they were able to accept that that these Asian Americans who are immigrants to America are able to still contribute to the mainland. And it only makes them stronger if they're yeah. able to assimilate some of the stuff from West Western culture. Yeah. If yeah, since you brought it up, I'll gonna bring it up later. If you track uh, Shang Chi's uh, arc in this, it's very it's uh, it's very much like an allegory. So what do you call it? It starts in San Francisco, which is historically a huge it's the city for immigration, you know, Chinese immigrants, Chinese Americans in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if then you follow his journey back. To what do you call it, Hong Kong, uh, Macau, which is slightly outside of China, right? You know what I mean. And then you track it to then mainland China, right? You know what I mean. And then you track it to like the true source. You know what I mean. The the true uh 
the heart of 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 it all. You know what I mean? The fantastical, the mystical, the magical China. Stuff the like Asian yeah. Asian and, mythology stuff. Exactly. And then you and then he goes back to, and then you end it in San Francisco, just like you know what Joseph Campbell uh, mentions in in his stuff. You know what I mean? That that hero's journey. From, you travel outside of your comfort zone. And then you learn something, a valuable lesson, and then you bring it back to your point of origin where you first started and stuff like that. Yeah, all that stuff makes, all that stuff tracks really well. You know, it goes back to what you're saying. He, he finds something of himself back in the motherland. It, the motherland is a source of pride and strength and, you know, building of character. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? So that's good stuff right there. That's really good. Yes, it is, and then, I mean, with the whole thing with Aquafina's character, Katie, it, it's also like here's here's like a completely uh, uh, Twinkie, as we call them, yellow on the outside, white on the inside person, you know, who's still able to contribute, even though once again going 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 with the whole like this movie isn't absent of tropes. Of course, she's the one who shoots the arrow and saves the day for the with the dragon and all that stuff. Huh? You know, of course, it's her, even though all these other skilled. Uh, bow and arrow people, archers, archers. Mm-hmm. That's the word, Albert. Uh, somehow are are absent. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. of course she does it because she has to be the one to save it. It, it yeah. does. It does seem like there are some cliches that are still happening in this movie, which keeps it from being perfect. But but I don't think good. that's a cliche. I think I think that's just showing the wide range, right spectrum of the sort of the Asian and Asian in in. Uh, in the West sort of experience, you have Shang-Chi who's an immigrant. He spent like the first five, ten, no, first 14 years in what? China. Aquafina is more of a, a third generation character and stuff mm. like that. Then you, you have, uh, what do you call it, Ronnie Chang's character, which is completely, uh, which is completely, uh, Macau. Uh, and then he's, but he can speak perfect English and stuff like that. And mm. then you have Shang-Chi's sister, who's full Chinese and stuff like that. I think it's just a full representation. And we, and I think, it's like everybody, everybody deserves a moment of shine. Everybody deserves a moment of uh, of a purpose. You know what I mean? Out so of I don't... all those archers, it just happens to be her. It just yeah, happens to be her. That, that's just, that's she just, only learned all... it like a few hours, and yeah, then she that's... pulls it off. That's an interesting point, though, because I've heard this criticism on 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 a, on a podcast as well and stuff like that. Okay. But the, the thing that when I first saw that thing, uh, I'll, I'll tell you everything. My my thought process when I first saw that thing, I said, "Wow, that's kind of." That's kind of BS. What is Aquafina of all people? Yeah, mm-hmm. makes that shot and stuff like that. But number one, she doesn't kill the dragon. She kind of d- d- distracts the dragon and stuff like that, or injures it and stuff like that. That's number one. Then number two, I think what saves that scene actually, and what and it saves a lot of my gripes of the third act is the last scene in the dinner where with the two friends, other oh, yeah, two yeah. friends, Correct. and then they're Shang Chi and Katie that retelling that whole battle, and so it's part. Of a new legend of the Ten Rings, and her shooting that arrow is part of that retelling of a legend of a tale and stuff like that. Whether she actually did it, like what we saw, you know, maybe, maybe not, and stuff like that. But it's all part of being a legend and stuff like that. So I think that last dinner scene sort of reframes that uh, that third act in an interesting way. And stuff sure, like from, so from, from an Asian American's perspective. But but th- but think about think about the people from the village. Oh yeah, I remember the legend of the those outsiders that came in and saved the day. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying uh, as an audience, but I'm not looking at it from their. I'm talking about from the viewer's perspective. Oh the yes, viewer's yes, perspective yes. should ha- should have a step back and say because the because that scene where at the dinner scene and the whole retelling of the legend of uh, of the the battle mirrors what happens in the first scene we see. You know what I mean? It's Shang Chi's bomb telling Shang Chi the legend of, of her dad and this the ring and stuff like that. So all this, all this stuff can be viewed 
from that prison. Like I said, I I don't take I don't take that. Like I said, I I was initially I initially had a reaction to that the arrow thing, but mm-hmm. looking back on it with that with that dinner thing, it doesn't it doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah, yeah. No, the dinner scene was pretty much the punchline that that, that justifies it. But but okay. Speaking well, speaking of um of Shang Chi and and um and Katie, mm-hmm. so so there's a whole debate online now. Essentially, like oh, are are they going to be romantic partners or are they going to stay platonic? I'm in the camp that wishes that you know what, keep them platonic. You know, not no, every no. boy girl leads in a movie have to be a couple. Just keep them yeah. platonic friends. Come on, yeah. come on. I I I'm with you and stuff like that. Honestly, my least favorite aspect of any comic book superhero movie or even the comic books that I read is the romantic stuff. Of course, there's exceptions to everything and stuff like that. But for the most part, I really don't care about the romance of it all when it comes to this. You know what I mean? Because I like it when superheroes just like... To me, superhero comics and movies, it's about the greater good. It's about self-sacrifice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's about punching evil in the face. Romance and all that stuff. It's the stuff I find least interesting and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, one of the most effective scenes to me is that uh, the bus scene where... Where Katie looks at Shang Chi after Shang Chi punches the guy, mm-hmm. and he she realizes this person is not who I who I've been friends with since high school and stuff like that. And that's a heartbreaking look that they give each other. You know what I mean? It's kind of heartbreaking to find out the friend, your childhood friend, is wasn't completely honest with you and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, and that works. That works better as friends and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it would betray that friendship if suddenly she falls in love with him because he's a completely different guy. Oh, yeah. I I never knew this about you. Now I'm gonna be in love with you. Like I think yeah. it would betray it if that was the case. And also, it's realistic. I mean, and, and it's not like there. I mean, people are or the people are, are are afraid of is that's that trope of of male being of male Asian males being sort of like not viewed with uh, with uh, with with uh, any kind of desire or you know sexiness. You know what I mean? But there is a scene where uh, where Katie looks at him for the first time without his shirt on, and he takes a, she takes a step back. Whoa, hey, that's something. You know what I mean? And I think that's. That's that's natural. That makes sense and stuff like that. You know, it's not like they're playing to that trope of of him, of these characters being completely sexual or not having kind of desires or anything like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not like I said. I'm not of all the things that uh, of all the kind of things I have, I have issues with, some gripes and stuff here and there. Their the romantic stuff is this is it's not even kind of on the list. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I I I hope to keep it this way because yeah, too many, too many, and I always think back to. To speed, where you know, like, oh, being romantic with somebody else because you're in a very intense situation, they never yeah. last. You know, it's just like, yeah. that doesn't love. mean that I don't want to see romance in Shang Chi's uh, future and stuff oh, like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it'd be great if she hooked up with somebody from Wakanda, make it interesting. You know what I mean? I'm, honestly, I, I, honestly, I thought maybe there's a chance that 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 Katie could get along with his sister. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. Who knows? Hey, easy, easy. Wow, look at you. Look at you, all progressive. And also, the thing is, you know. Uh, what do you call it? The director, Dustin Creighton? Creighton? He, he, he's directed like three movies with uh, Brie Larson. I think that's one of the reasons why Brie Larson shows up at, Correct. at the end. Yeah. Or maybe Shang-Chi and uh, Captain Marvel. That'd be a good couple. So, yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to say no wow, right now. No. What I don't want to see those two to get that. No. No. What a hater. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just a clash. Clash of personalities. I don't see it. No. No. Um, going back to the bus scene. Uh, and and in general, I think we should probably mention it before before we get completely forget the martial arts stuff. Okay, well, what is your take on the martial arts stuff in this movie? 
I thought the bus scene was uh, it was very very good. I not to nitpick, but I thought the only problem I had with the bus scene was the uh, what do you call it? Was the uh, was the music? Okay, no, no. In, in in general, the martial arts sequences oh. in this movie, in general, I thought you were gonna go one on one. I thought it was excellent. We don't, thought we don't was have awesome time for one on one. This is yeah, it's, it's better than anything I've seen at MCU. It's it's really brings my favorite kind of martial arts in film is actually the one they that they they use in this movie is the Jackie Chan of it all. You know what I mean? Yes, where they use people, props, anything as a weapon and stuff like that. It's fantastic. Big thumbs up. Yeah, I'm, I like the fact that it opens up with like a wushu martial arts sequence. Yes. Not wushu, wusha, wusha martial arts sequence, you know, and, and, and they kind of like merge that into like almost like a romantic thing. At the same time, they're mm-hmm. fighting each other. Really, really good. well made how, how they right. pulled that off. And the bus scene, is, the bus scene is probably my favorite uh, action sequence in, in the movie. Oh. And it's like early, it's the first act of the movie. And it's like, it has, it's my favorite action sequence. But the scaffolding, my favorite action sequence, the scaffolding is. The scaffolding is here. also sweet. But here's my thing. That's, that's not, not enough martial arts in this movie. You think there'll be a lot of martial arts, but there's not a lot of martial arts in the movie. I think there. I, I would say uh, the first two acts has plenty of martial arts. I thought the second act, of, the third act, final scene, could have used more martial arts. It could have used a little bit more. That's yeah. that's that's one of my gripes with the movie. Because they like they were essentially doing uh, Marvel superhero power stuff, right? In the mm-hmm. last act kind yeah. of thing. Sure. Yeah. I liked it. I liked uh, just just to break down the third act a little bit. I liked the fact that Chung Chi and his father, uh, Wing Wu, had you know had a confrontation and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They that part of it was great and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Well, it Especially had to when they, right, exactly. And then that to me seemed natural and stuff. That to me is a natural progression and stuff like that. But then when the two dragons came out and stuff like that, part that became a little bit iffy. You know what I mean? Because you know at the end of the day. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little conflicted about it. You know what I mean? I like the fact that it went big. You know what I mean? It, it, the, the, it's a consequence of Wing Wu's like pursuit of bringing back his, his his dead wife and stuff like that. You know what I mean? This big Earth ending event. But at the end of the day, I, I want Shang Chi and his martial arts to be more of a factor in the conclusion of the of of the movie. You know what I mean? Because it was such a big factor in the scaffolding fight, the bus fight, and all that stuff. So I just you know what I mean? That's that's my only issue with it. So yeah. Speaking of the last scene and how he fought his dad, we gotta talk about the dad, Tony Leung. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! He's great. He, he's yeah. he's one of the reasons why I had to move it from an A minus to an A. Because the more I thought about it, the more the more he's just a, a fantastic antagonist in this. And it isn't like he's a stereotype bad guy. He has mm-hmm. freaking depth in this movie, you know. Yeah. Compared to like all the other Marvel villains that that that, that, that we've seen, he's by far one of the, easily one of the best. Uh, villains only work if you can relate to them. If you, if you can understand their motivation, you can understand their needs and desires. You might not agree with the, how they execute, you know, how they, uh, you know, you know, get like, achieve these goals. But you have to understand their point of view and stuff like that. And in this case, it's 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 all right there. You know what I mean? Who you know what I mean? It's it's really good. He's really he's a really good actor. And another thing I like to like you said, he, he's relatable. I mean, he's still he's still pretty much. He's still pretty much like uh, what you might call it. Um, he's still the bad guy. He's still done yeah. horrible things. He's been around for what a thousand years, is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been around for a thousand years. He's done horrible things. You know, uh, you sure you could question like, well, what was he doing around the time that that he hasn't conquered the whole world yet? You yeah. know, like like how far how far did he limit himself from just mm-hmm. like being bad? You know, it's like they never really explained that, which is fine. 
You don't have to explain it. I think this goes, goes back to what you said earlier. This when you said when you said open up the world of potential stories and stuff like that. I the last thing I think about is actually that the how low part of it and stuff like that. What to me opens up is that hundred that thousand year gap between uh, when he first gets the ring and today for for Win Wu and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Did he? Because you know. Yeah, why did he stop from destroying the whole world and stuff like that? Conquering the whole world and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Was there any other kind of Marvel heroes at the time that stopped him? What my 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 imagination first went goes to like what happened? Did he find Wakanda at some point? You know what I mean? Did he have to fight like an old Black Panther and stuff like that? You know what I mean? That'd be pretty cool. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's really good. It's a really good character. Really strong. A lot of a lot of depth, a lot of emotion, stuff like that. I, I loved it. Plus, plus, we understand why he's doing this because he wants to see yeah. his wife. Sure, he's being played, but it's sure. a, it's a very understandable point, you know. Yeah, and one of the one of the best cuts in the movie, one of the best directing choices is when he there's a scene where he's going through the books and stuff like that, the manuals and stuff like that, and he hears her voice, and then. In another movie, you might do that thing where you see the the wife, you know what I mean, in person or something like that, or you might see like you know the uh, like a like a shadow where you might see like a like a monster version of his wife. But when they when they cut to what he hears and what he you know what I mean, it's 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 her being like a mother to her to his to her, to the kids, right? So that's I thought that was a really effective uh, portrayal. You know what I mean? It's it shows it's 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 it shows true longing. You know what I mean? He misses her. You know what I mean? He misses her, her as part of his family and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, I thought that was a really good cut by by the director and stuff. It's really it was really moving. The, another thing that I thought, that I thought was pretty moving as well, is, which I guess it's all thanks to the writing directing team here. But mm-hmm. but how he you know how t- plot wise he kind of uh, put his kids in arm's length right mm-hmm. after the mom died. Which by the yeah. way, I kind of wish I saw we saw her fight more. Like just a little bit of her beating up those thugs. They don't. Yeah, but I understand that they're, they're avoiding a frigid situation. You know what I mean? You don't want to make it too uh, too grotesque or too violent. Right. So, so well, part of the part of the problem with that is because are they going to f- reveal that Chang Chi actually went to help? I don't know. But anyways, so so there there was a point in the storyline where where he, the dad realizes that the mom never really left. You know, she's gone in in physical form, but. In spirit, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In spirit, she's with their his kids. You know, if yeah. he really missed her that much, he should have saw her through his kids, and that was a real mm-hmm. realization he had at the end. Even though it was too yeah. late, it was a real realization he had at the end, which I thought was very poignant. You know, it was like like it's yes. very poignant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it took me a second to realize that, but you're absolutely right. When Shang Chi uh, starts the 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 tide of the fight turns when Shang Chi uses. The, the 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 martial arts that her mother taught him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when Tony Young's character sees that, he sees her in him in his fighting sounds like that's you know what I mean? That and then that's when he you know, he realizes, yeah, I can't carry on the way I've been doing that. I've been putting my energy, my grief and anger is the wrong thing. You know what I mean? She's not coming back, but her she's here in, through my children and stuff like that. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very moving, very touching and stuff like that. It's, it's terrific. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh yeah, Tony yeah. Young, what a get! <laughs> what a get from Marvel! To get it him really to is, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, what do you call it? When I first heard of Shang Chi as they gonna make Shang Chi, I said, "Wow, I'm very excited! This is amazing! This is incredible!" But then when I heard Tony Young's uh casting, I was like, I took a step back and wow, that's that's really really classy bit of casting. So that's really better than we do because he's a world class. I mean, they're world class actors, but there's 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 
Meryl Streep and the, the uh, what do you call it, Denzel Washington level, you know, type actors. You know what I mean? Daniel Day Lewis, and that's where Tony Young's at. You know what I mean? Correct. So yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So the the, the sister, because um, she takes over the ten rings, right? Yes. They left it ambiguous whether she's going to use the ten rings as a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I'm completely happy with that. Mm-hmm. Like bad, good, hopefully good. Oh, I, it's, I think I think it'll be some, some sort of self. My reaction to her, the sister character, is uh, this goes back to uh, like, a, like a fault. I, I think you know. What I, mean? I think the writing is a little. They need a little more character work. You know what I mean? And I think the sister is like an example. I mean. I the, the actress saves it. She's very interesting. She's very it's a fir- good. It's her first. Like it's her first screen role too. Yeah, she's good. But the thing is, it's like to me, it's a very typical kind of a uh, um, a guy writing a female character. You know what I mean? Right. All she kind of wants what the guys want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Power, influence, control of her own destiny. It, it's girl power. You know what I mean? It, you know what I mean? But also, he, also he, true he, in Asian culture, though. Also true in Asian culture. Right, like, if they would play that up a little bit more, I think that they would have saved it a little mm-hmm. bit. If they were about, if they played that up a little bit more, but it, it goes back to what we kind of talked about with Black Widow. Black Widow had like female writers, and they had specific female issues. You know what I mean? So they're specific, very, very precise goals and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know what I mean? This one is just kind of very generic and stuff. I thought she needed a little bit more character work and stuff like that. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I do. I do like the fact that the director kind of saves it. When we're in the as they pan out, you see graffiti. At the compound, you see solo panels and stuff like that. Right. You see women and men uh, training to be uh, fighters or assassins. And stuff. So right. that's character work that the director and the and the and the costume. I mean the 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 uh, what the the CGI people are doing for her and stuff like that. But yeah, hope my read is she's gonna get a Disney Plus show. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, my guess is she's they're gonna transition Ten Rings to a Disney Plus. Not 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 an yeah. actual show. But kind of like the the how do you pronounce it? Dodge Dormaji? Yeah, the like, Dormaji. Like like showing yeah. up at Falcon Winter Soldier. I, I think I think it's gonna be in that kind of vein. Is my yeah. guess at least. Like they're not gonna give her. Sh- I think she gets a show, and then she that that show will set up her confrontation with Shang for Shang Chi in, in the sequel. Ah, That's my see. This thing I don't want them to fight. They made they prog- fight. They made no. They made progress as a brother sister team. No. They shouldn't fight. They have to fight for their father's legacy and stuff like that. Ah. I mean, who loves their? Who does the father love more? Ah. Like that. That's a lot. That's nah. what they nah. Yeah, yeah. I like I like her story. I like her as an actress. But like the, the 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 writing of all the principal. This is get to it a little bit. Of all the principal uh, people involved in the movie, there are pro- the, the the writers are one I would kind of invite back. You know what I mean? I had the director back, obviously the actors and stuff like that. The cinematographer Bill Pope is a legend and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So all those people are kind of invite back. So I think, but the writing is a version of the story that that could be written better. You know what I mean? But at the same time, this is kind of falls under the whole origin story kind of yeah. You know, fallbacks where it's like you can only do so much in an origin story. So there's that. Yeah, but I think you could. They can do. They could do some more work and stuff. Like that. The, the the writing part, I, I sort of uh, I found lacking. Uh, number one is the sister, like I said, and then Shang Chi, that especially the adult Shang Chi doesn't really factor into the story as much as I would like. You know, the best Shang-Chi things are actually with the two younger versions of himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's a part where Tao Lo, they kind of like, they're defending Tao Lo and they're putting all, their, they're putting all of themselves in defending Tao Lo, even though you only spend like five minutes with it in, in there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What they're fighting for, what the consequences of what they're fighting is just kind of explained to her by uh, 
by uh, what do you call it? Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Like a five man monologue, but you know, it did that part needs a little bit more. But you know, yeah, those and, are some like right. And 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 plot wise, they were only there for two days, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yes, two because days. at the beginning when when they first go to the compound, he says the the pores will open up in three days. So they're about there. Yeah, two days, three days. Speaking of the compound, okay, the the reveal with uh, Trevor Slattery. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected it to happen. Because, yes. because I think there were some hints that Ben Kingsley was in this movie. It was it kind of like is a follow through with the with the the, the MCU short from right. Thor, I believe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyways, so so I liked him being in this one, and I like specifically how 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 um, Tony Leung's character uh, Wen Wu, Wu mm-hmm. Wen, anyways, yes. how he the father uh, talks about. The fact that oh he dressed up as the Mandarin, you know, yeah. like a food item, and you Americans were scared. It was like, it was like, it was a good f you to the people who were still bitching and complaining that they didn't yeah. really get to see the Mandarin Iron Man three. And it's like, yeah. do you really want to see that Mandarin? You don't. You really don't. So, and I like, yeah. I like how this 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 movie doubled down to that fact. Yeah, and, and it's very organic to sort of like the message of the movie, the, the idea of name. Because, you know, Shang-Chi, the whole experience Asian Americans have with their names and stuff like that. I'm, look, it's me personally. I have, uh, I don't have an Americanized name. It's been like a, a source, a spot for me my whole life. You know what I mean? Mm. The whole name. And the whole, it also fits into the whole legend of it all. You know what I mean? It goes back to that whole whole uh, theme and stuff like that. So tra- uh, the fact that Trevor, uh, Trevor uh, Slattery. Slattery is there, it's fantastic. And Ben Kingsley yeah. is a great actor and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I know you double down on the comic relief, but that's fine. It's good. It's oh, I, I love him as the comic relief. He's perfect yeah. for the comic relief. Yeah. You Two know. of the biggest laughs is like, hey, uh, in the movie, it's like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretending to be dead. And then his whole like little thing about, uh, what do you call it? His whole bit about, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Planet of the Apes. How he thought yes. they were real apes. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. You're just waiting for the moment where you realize, where, where you realize that he knows that they're fake and he just keeps yeah. double downing and triple downing that he yeah. really thought they were real monkeys. Like I'm like it, really, it's really. very, very, very good. It's very, very good. good. Stuff like that. And of course, yeah. the, you got the Disney merchandises that popped up in the movie, but um, which is but it's actually based on the actual Chinese legend. It is, which as is. a Chinese American, I'm embarrassed. I did not recognize. <laughs> but, I did not recognize that. But yeah. I really thought it was. Like, I really thought it was merchandising. Yeah, but on, uh, on Disney's quest. But uh, Maurice, right? Was it was that the name of the thing? Maurice. Morse. Morse. So so uh, I expect that to be a, a plush pillow. That I can buy from mm-hmm. the Disney stores sometime yeah. in the near future, but yeah. Well, anyway, just go through it a little bit. Uh, as a Chinese American, Taiwanese American, I recognize the the lion, the two gatekeeper yes. lions. Of course, I recognize. I recognize the phoenix kind of bird. Mm-hmm. I did not recognize Morris that thing. I recognize the ninth because only at the Pokemon, but the Pokemon is based on Chinese lore, or something mm-hmm. like that. So shame on me, you know what I mean? And then the the deer slash dragon, shame. You know, I didn't recognize it all. So. Yeah. So I'm hit and miss on my Chinese uh, legend and lore and stuff like that, and the fantastical creatures and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure we can. There's other stuff that we need to talk about, but we're gonna wrap this up because it's getting kind of yeah. long already. But yeah, Shang Chi, uh, fantastic movie, and uh, looking I'm forward not, I, to see where else this is going, especially considering the mid credit sequence with uh, with Benedict Wong. Honestly, looking at for these franchise movies, one of the big questions you can ask yourself is like. Do you want to see more of this story? Do you want to see more of this character? Yes, yes, and yes. Yes. Oh, the karaoke scene. Perfect. Funny. Just whatever issues you have with the movie, if you end strong, you've got a hit movie. And that cutaway, first with Shang-Chi kind of like alluding to it, and then Kathy's excitement, and then cutting to the karaoke scene, A+. plus. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A plus. Yeah. And I, I laugh and I laugh. I like I like how it is a running gag that Captain Marvel keeps leaving abruptly. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. One of the best things, one of the best uh, mid credits scenes uh, ever. Mm-hmm. Big thumbs up. And of course, people are talking about oh, uh, Smart Hulk is back to be Bruce Banner again. What's up with that? I don't know if I know. I think that's a budget thing. I think they ran out of money. What do you think of that? <laughs> it probably is a budget thing. <laughs> you look at his arm. His arm is perfect. They didn't even put any like makeup, like he's injured or a decrepit arm. I think that's a budget thing. Two part, two parts of the movie, where, three parts of the movie where I thought they they maybe ran out of money is. No, uh, no, Professor Hulk, no, you know, Big Hulk, Green Hulk. Mm. Number two, number two, Michelle Yeoh explaining what the what they're fighting against, some of that without you, because there's like five thousand years of, of Chinese uh, artwork. They could use that animation thing, you know what I mean? Explaining it, you know what I mean? But they ran out of money, and then some, some of the third act CGI stuff is a little bit wonky and stuff like that. So yeah, there's a little, there's a little bit of a little nitpicking here or there. I, I will argue like the, some of the bus stuff, like the the uh, the interior, the exterior shot of the bus, look kind of mm-hmm. fake as well. Yeah, so. I will say this. This is a bit of a tangent and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But uh, WB, for whatever sh- thing you say about WB and all that stuff, their CGI no. work is fantastic. No, it's you know not. Mean? No, it's, it's not. Fantastic. Stop. Come on. Stop. Stop. Godzilla, Stop. Fantastic. Suicide Squad. Fantastic. Oh, I'm talking about them. I'm talking about, C- talking about the CW stuff. That's why. Oh, not CW. I'm not talking about Warner Brothers pictures and stuff like that. You know what I mean? If you want to compare big <laughs> yeah, yeah, studio okay. CGI to big studio. Right. The stuff with uh, Marvel is very inconsistent. Yeah, that's that. true. So that's much true. Yeah, there's at one point they they walked out like they got out of the cars and 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 you know said hello to Michelle Yeoh's character, and then like the, the green screen in the back. There must have been a pickup, but the green screen in the back was like looks all fake and wonky and stuff like that. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And some of the dragon stuff is like, ah, I don't know what's going on here. So yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll end it off with that. Yeah, too many uh, tangents. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Music has been provided by the Y Axis. Oh, sorry. I'm typing to Ruti right now as I'm, as I'm trying to remember with my lines. <laughs> uh, contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatwhereswhere.com as well as the show notes. Uh, before we go, let me give you guys a recommendation. Uh, I recommend you listen to the next episode. Jesus Christ! Man. <laughs> You've only had two podcasts a few days to prepare something. I know, right? No, no. In, in the spirit of Ruthie, I, 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 just because she's not here doesn't mean you have to you have to blow up a, a what do you call it? Uh, I'll give you a recommendation the next episode. How about that? Okay, I'll, I'll recommend something real quick. Just watch uh, what we do in Shadows. It's back third season. Okay, watch uh, it. I will, Love I it. will put it on the show notes while we do the yeah. shadows. All right, this has been episode 488 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst by Network.